Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 14th reason. This is Nick Brown, Frowny Brown from Frowny Brown Town. This is Vladies from What Culture. This is El Diablo, El Dorado, El Dorito. And of course, this is Close to the Sun coming at you on July 11th, 2017. I told my mate I was going to bring the rap back for this one, but I've actually, I haven't written anything down. I'm actually quite sorry. Well, 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 this is um, episode number three of Close to the Sun, and for the first time I'm joined with a very, very special guest. Uh, Mr, please introduce yourself. Oh, I've got no intro. It's just <laughs> Justin. Like, I'm not as elaborate as you are. Our number one fan, um, he's been writing in for weeks. It's really interesting. We've only been going for a couple of weeks, but he's writing in every week, trying to get on, and we finally got him on. Uh, are you feeling okay? Oh, I'm feeling fine, but I think you've, you've made a mistake in putting me on because you've already lost a listener. So Is that yourself or...? Yeah, probably my <laughs> missus as well. She'll probably drop off now. So, Well, okay. So I've gotten you in for a few reasons because there's a few things I want to talk to you about. I know you're a very opinionated person, which is perfect for this kind of show. Yeah, right. um, I can't talk myself into corners now because now you, I'm hoping that you can talk me out. Uh, first thing I want to get into is simple. You are very opinionated when it comes to the art of psychology and more importantly, psychics. Yes, specifically psychics because psychology is... <laughs> There's science to psychology, whereas there's nothing to psychics. It's a it's a scam. Is Basic. It, it's it, as simple as that. Is that is that all you got for it? Yeah, you like so something I go when I when I go psychics, and I was very much like you for a bit. I did a little bit of research on it. I trying to I guess try and inform myself because I have never had a reading. Have you ever had a reading? I've never had a reading, but I've had so family, you know, being sister, mother. Um, not generalizing there that it's only, it's a very woman thing to do, but, uh, yeah, family, friends, it seems like a very popular thing to do. Maybe even just a once off in your life, you know, got to experience, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a scam. There's no other way to put it. It's some way to take money out of people looking for closure or looking for, you know, guidance in life and, and they're not giving you guidance. They're leading you somewhere. Do you think it's uh, like judgmental for you to say that considering you've never had a reading? Do you think that like, you know, what do you think of when other people tell you that they've been to a psychic or they've, and they've been told certain things? It's tricky. You can't, I mean, like I said, you're being, you're steered towards, people want to put their faith into something. You know? Everyone wants to believe that, you know, they're, you know. Well, you're right. Actually, I'll cut, I'll cut you off right there because when you say you know, people want to believe in something, by you saying that it's kind of, I guess, a hoax, that is kind of questioning someone's belief, isn't it? It's like a different form of... Yeah, you're right. It's, it beliefs go in there with religion. Religion's obviously super, super sensitive subject. You know? It causes yes. wars and, and, and murders and, and all these things, but... This is obviously, we're talking about psychology. It's a, such a minuscule little speck 
compared to religion, but yes. I think they share a lot of the same beliefs or the, the same ideology where, like I said, you want to put your faith into something and you want to believe that there is a there are people out there that can tell me the future or can connect with the dead and, and do things like that. But Okay, so you said connect with the dead, which is a good one. I It's very hard, even on my side, to convince anybody that somebody can actually communicate with the dead. That's the one where I kind of draw the line and I think that that might be, like, that's just a bit much for me. Is that is that all you don't believe? Or do you not believe the like the fortune telling no, thing? It's, it's the it's how can someone sit there and and I've never heard of someone saying I had this reading and they told me um, that I was gonna you know something really concrete and really accurate and it's not vague. It's not a shot in the dark. It's dead on. So you know you know July. Uh, 28th, you will, your dog's going to get hit by a car, which I don't want to happen. But if someone came to me and said that and the dog didn't get hit by a car, or would you, the dog did get hit by a car, would you I'd be go, disappointed if it didn't get hit by a car? Or? Or, no, because it goes in line with what I believe. If my, if my dog did get hit by a car <laughs> in July on that date, I'd go, Jesus Christ, that was pretty spot on. So my experience with a psychic, the everyone I think has got a story to tell where which is what everyone clings on to. They've got a story that actually worked out. So my story was parents went and saw a psychic, mother specifically, saw a psychic. Yep. Uh, and out of the, you know, couple of hundred things that the person told her, she said, I, I see grave danger coming in the form of a green car. Now, my old man had a green Ford Territory as a company car. Did he drive that to the place? No, he did okay. not drop, or maybe, who knows? Okay. Green's a pretty vague color anyway. Okay. I'd love to see the statistics of how many cars manufactured are green, but yep. anyway, he's picking up from work one night um, on the way home from work. We pulled into the driveway and as he's reversing back into the driveway, one of the wheels has come off the car and it was, uh, did I mention it was a green Ford Territory? Did I say that? Yes, yes. It yes. was a green Ford Territory and the wheel came off. Could have happened on the way home and, and careened us into a bush or a, a pole or something like that and had an impact on our lives. That might have been where she was steering. I don't know. But you think that she told my mother, I see you know, grave danger coming in the form of a green car. Now, I think I would have been about 15 at the time. Yeah. Maybe about 16. I don't think I was working at 15. Yeah. But so assuming I live to about 80, I've got about 65 years that a green car can impact my <laughs> life in some way. It's it's just what a shot in the dark that is. And and that lady, like I said, out of the, the 100 statements that she made, she, she's she got one. Fair enough. And it, it happened in you know, a reasonable time frame. But like I said, it could have happened at the age of 70. And in my mind, I'm going to go, yeah, that, this psychic, she got something right. I can't believe this woman was real. She's probably carked it by now, but I'm going to tell everyone else I meet for the next 10 years that I live, yeah, psychics are real. You know, this lady got one right, but I don't mention the the 20 other things that she got wrong, that I was going to be, um, I was going to head an organization and I was going to uh, marry a Jamaican woman, all these things. Okay, so like you look at it like that, and I, you know, I understand where you're coming from. Do you think that it's weird that, you know, today you look at things and like, you know, it's 2017, you know, nothing's, no, very little things are secret in general. Do you think it's weird that this hasn't been outed as just an obvious scam? Because like, do you actually believe that there's one person in the world that could actually have a psychic power? How, how do you out something as a scam? So uh, James Randi put out a 
like a competition or like a, a, a deal back in like 1964 saying anyone that can prove to him in, you know, laboratory, uh, you know, in those circumstances, that's measurable. Anyone that can prove to them that they're a psychic will win a million dollars and no one has done it. So that's what, that's uh, 40 to 50, almost 60 yeah. years and not one person has taken the bounty. And it got discontinued in 2015. It, it got discontinued. The, the reason, because you get all these people that would say, yeah, oh, I'm a psychic and, and just waste their time. So you've got to obviously close it down. I think they closed it down early because they said, oh, the only people that were eligible for it were people that were like, you know, were well known. And yeah. Okay. So, but you look at someone like James Randi, who was, you know, known as being basically a professional skeptic. So like, and you could obviously, if you can rig someone, you could, if you can rig someone's mind to make you believe that I'm everything I'm saying in the future is going to happen, then you could rig a judging panel and just say, well, just say that it's not real. Correct. Correct. Yeah. But which is why we need to focus on science and things that are real and provable. Ricky Gervais said something on like the Colbert show or something ages ago. And he was talking about, he's a pretty you know, well-known atheist. And he's, yes. he's saying, um, if you got all the knowledge on atheism and you know, all the books, all the, the memories, and you, you, you burnt the memories and you burnt the books and, and no one had any knowledge of, of religion or, you know, Jesus or all the other gods out there and you burnt them. They went away in a thousand years. They might not come back. They might come back in a different form, but they would not come back as we know them now. If you did the same with every science book, every every fact, in a thousand years' time, that would come straight back because the tests that they do would have the same results. That would be the exact same. So why do we not you know, base every fact or every everything in life on science? What's... How can you argue with science, something that's real and, and, well, and visual? a lot of things about science is I think that I look at like something, okay, this is a bit more off topic, but like, you know, how Donald Trump recently came on and he said that climate change, he went against that over, overseas in France, I think that was. I've recently tried to, you know, I just quickly tried to research, you know, a proof of climate change and a proof against climate change. And to be honest, like me being someone who's not a scientist or anyone who knows any like that, any kind of shit. I thought they both sounded great. If I grew up thinking that climate change wasn't real, then I would, I'd be like, why the fuck would they think it would be? Because it just, they both sound fantastic to me. I think you, when you, you know, you put a bunch of long words together and that people like you or me probably can't understand, it probably just sounds great, doesn't it? You, you don't even need to be great. You look at these Nigerian scam artists that, you know, they send a gazillion emails out and they don't need to, to bait every single person they send to. They just need to bait you know, one or two a week, one of these elderly people that you're going to give them their pension and they're set, they're, they're, they're good to go. They, you know, they funded themselves for another couple of months. It's, you don't need to fool everyone. You just need to, to fool a, a few and then get a small following and then it grows through word of mouth, you know, through everything. It's... Okay, did you know that I've been kind of looking to get a reading done? <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. So it'd be interesting, like you, you are... I feel you're very well informed. So, I, so I would call myself. So I reckon I'm. I'm not a skeptic, but I'm skeptical because you know, in, in this kind of context, if you're a skeptic, it basically says you don't believe which it, which is is valuable. See, if I went for a reading and I would, I would just completely poo-poo it. So it's probably why I'm not suitable. You for would it. be you, useless to it. You know, I watch a lot of um, Phil DeFranco on YouTube, and he's got a lot of views. But the most important thing about him is that he has. You know, an opinion on everything, and he's 
well educated any issue yes he makes sure that before he talks about it he's educated on the issue so i'm obviously very biased towards you know, james randy here yes. and his beliefs that psychics aren't real whereas you yeah being skeptical not a skeptic yeah skeptical skeptical you're at least open to this might be real yeah like i'm yeah i guess i'm more under the belief that until i get a reading done i can't for for sure be you know for myself and just be like you know i can at least tell myself that okay that's that's a bit much that's a bit crap but what would it take you for a, a psychic to wow you and to change your mind the same way that james randy has changed mine in his you know his 50 something year endeavor to find an actual psychic what would the psychic need to tell you to um, make you say Ooh. See, that's the hard thing because you know you look at a psychic and they will tell you all these very vague things you know like oh you know you feel lonely when no one's around you and I'll be like, oh, that's exactly A shotgun approach. It, it's yeah. nothing less than a shotgun approach. Exactly, yeah. Um, I don't know what it would take. I really don't. But I feel like until I do it, I can't go I can't go away with a concrete opinion because it's just how I am. I feel like you have to do it before you have an opinion on it. Well, something. you could say the same. You might, I don't know about gays, but I haven't been buttfucked before, so. I'd... Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so back on. So I, as I said, I've been... um. I've been looking to get a reading. Interestingly enough, it's a very kind of few red flags came up pretty quick. I, um, I first, I wanted to, uh, I asked a friend, they said, yep, they're going to set something up. I asked a few weeks later and they said, yeah, we're going to basically set up what I'd call like a psychic party where like you get about 10 people together and they, you know, a psychic comes over and does all your readings. Yep. Already. I was like, mm, yeah, 100%, this definitely. is a bit much. And I'm yep. thinking, do they, they'll probably get my name. And I'm like, I don't want them to have my name. Like I want to go in cold. I really want to go in cold Turkey. I know they need a little bit of help. They're not going to do like an absolute cold reading, but I, yeah, it already seemed a bit dodgy to me, but I still think I need to do it. You know? And is there any chance that you could ever like, what would, okay. For your sake, you know, you asked me the question, what would it take for you to actually believe? What would it take me? Yes. So if the person could, obviously future is, like I said, a plan on living till 80 at least. Yes. So she's got a, excuse me, a 55 year window that she can get something right. So really the only way to prove something, to prove that you've got these abilities is to go back to say a list of facts from my life in the past. What color was your first car? What model was it? What make? Why can they provide nothing but exact details? Why do you have vague yeah, or like, say she said your, your first car, which if I do this now and she listens to this, I'm going to give her all the answers. But say <laughs> she goes, your first car was blue. And I'm going to go, this is fucking out of control. She's just guessed my first car. I cannot believe this. And I go, what? model was it and she goes it was a ford i'm gonna say but it's not that precise is it like it's not like yo yeah it never is it's it's it never is and it never will be because we all know why and why is that because they're not real it's as simple as that it's okay so what do you say to people who do it do you think like are you do you think they're just being taken advantage of do you think that they're kind of reaching out for something they just want to be told something no i, I don't have an issue with people that that um, will spend their money on it. I don't have it. people that want to um, to tear these people up to say or whatever they're trying to get out of it. I have no issue with them at all. It was said people spend money on worse things and put themselves through worse situations. But yes. it's the people that are actually doing it and rotting. You know, you get a woman in there that um, I think that 
uh, James Randi had an organization to help these people that had been milked by these fake yeah. psychics that had, you know, had had investments, you know, all this money thrown at them and they're, they're left with nothing because they've just poured it into these fake psychics. It's it's those are the people I have the issue with. I, like I said, no qualms with the people that want to do it. It's their money. It's their time. They can do what they want. It's just, I mean, the, the cult-like mentality that, that comes from these people is a bit, is, is somewhat an issue. But again, who are you to judge who's, who believes in what? Do you think it's really weird that it's kind of, it just seems like it's like a housewife hobby? It seems like you know. It seems Whoa, like it, it seems like it does. It seems like most psychics are female, and it seems like something that they pick up at home and then they start practicing on their friends, and they're like, "Ooh, it, it's something to talk about, isn't it?" I mean, yeah. imagine if the the woman says to me, she goes, "Oh, wait, oh sorry." The, the psychic says to me because there are definitely psychic males. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, the psychic says to me, um, "I sense there's great turmoil in your relationship," and then. You've obviously talked about your friends and family about it, maybe some issues you're having at home, and you go, "Jesus, this is exactly what she was talking about." And then um, every little, maybe minuscule piece of your life, then that's a slight issue, like, "Oh, I went yeah. to I, I, someone stole my mail." Oh my god, this is what the psychic was talking about. The turmoil is the man stealing my mail. That's everything is associable. Okay, so let's take it from a different angle. You, um, you know, you say you're not not a believer at all. How do you say they do it? Do you think it's just a simple kind of, they read the eyes, they read the twitches, they, is it just a kind of, they just know how to. So you talked about uh, this, the, the group swingers, whatever party it was, with the psychic party, whatever it's called. Yes. And the, you, know, you all go there and you, you have a quick talk and then you all go in the room individually and have a word with the psychic. Yeah, something like that. I think you would be surprised if you were a fly on the wall, because that expression comes from somewhere. If you were a fly on the wall, and you sat there and you just listened to people talk and, and catch up with friends and family and, and all that and go, oh, how's your partner? Oh, that's not good. Oh, that's great. This could be this promotion. You'd be surprised with how much you picked up. I think the the psychics are probably pretty switched on. they got a good memory for things. Um, probably got a good ear. Probably got a fantastic ear, a great mouth. Um, I think that that's how they do it. I think they just sit in the room and pick up little bits and pieces and snippets. And, and they're just good uh, communicators. Yeah, this person's booked me 10 times before, so I go through their Facebook friends list and I can go, you know, I've seen this face before and she said she's bringing in a friend, so I'll go have a quick look through who's her closest friend, who looks like they would come to these things. That's how these things happen. And yet people still pay money. 100%. People will pour money into these people and they put money into it. And there's, it's it's a, a weird a weird thing. If you... We always talk about this with um, Steam. Steam's a a, um, a store to buy games, yada yada. If you paid zero dollars for a game, your expectations for it are pretty low. Yeah. You, you expect nothing from it, and if it it doesn't give you anything, you couldn't give Who two cares? shits. <laughs> if you paid a dollar for that game and it doesn't live up to your expectations, you will yeah you, know, you you expect something from it. Yeah, and if you paid. $40 for that game or, or more or $100 or $200. You don't want to look like a fool. You will look for things, you know, yep. like I said, and you've got a 55-year window to try and justify that $200 that you spent 55 years ago. Yeah. You will look for things, you know. Okay. Well, that's it's an interesting take because it's one of those things that, yo, okay, so just quickly before we get off that, I have, we have a couple of friends that have you know recently done it they've come out and said a few things that they have picked up and they, 
Do you think that what they're saying, you know, they've, they've been saying some pretty specific things. Okay, I'm not going to get into what they've been saying, but do you think that they're kind of connecting those dots in their mind and kind of going like, you know, they're saying, oh, they've said this, but really they've just said something very vague and you've connected it to be that? It's not on them to connect the dots. I think the psychic in the first place making uh, everything so vague, naturally you will connect the dots. Yeah, but like, yeah, so when somebody goes, oh, like... This person said, I'm going to, you know, as you said, the car thing. So like say, oh, this person said I was going to have an accident in, you know, in a shopping mall. And they, they said that, but realistically, they probably just said, oh, you know, you could be in trouble. So. Mate, classify an accident. You lost your purse. That's an accident. Yeah. This is what the psychic was telling me about. She said that I would have an accident and I can't find my purse or my child or I was, yeah, how often do you lose your purse or if you... I don't you, have a purse. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> it's not just a female thing, Justin. Yeah, Fuck. Well, here we go. <laughs> okay, well, we'll move on from that because, yeah, we're going all right on that. Uh, you said you had some things to talk about from last week's episode. So, last week's episode, you brought up, um, you were talking about, I think you, you just skimmed off it, and I might be conjuring something here, but you were talking yep. about when you finish school, what should you do? Yes. Should you start saving immediately and, you know, Put, work your fingers to the bone and start saving every little penny to get a house, get a car, uh, or should you go on holiday and you should enjoy yourself while you're young and do all the saving and the, the hard work when you're older, you know? Yeah. Live your life while you're young or should you, you know, relax when you're older, enjoy your retirement, those arguments. Yes. So what was, uh, what was the issue? So you're an <laughs> idiot, I think. <laughs> If you think anything else, then I'm going to blow every dollar I make until I'm 25, 30, whatnot. You always get these people with, you know, failure to launch that still living at home when they're in their, you know, 30, 35. I think Jennifer Aston was in a movie about it once. Yeah. That's how, you know, significant this issue is. But I don't understand why. I think it's just a, it's, you, you want to have fun. You don't want the fun to stop. Obviously, the fun probably is most likely to stop when you finish school and you, your friends go off and get other jobs. Yeah. You start looking for the fun. You, know? you mentioned in your first episode, I think, just yes. keep going back. Clubbing, you know, you get friends that go to clubs and then that fun drops off. They don't yeah. go to clubs anymore. Yes. So it's just uh, the, the argument of, you know, I will have fun when I'm young until I'm 25 or, or 28 or whatnot. And then I'll start saving, and then I'll, you know, I'll do all that stuff later in life. I'm I'm young now. I need to I need to use these muscles while I've still got them, or use this body while I've still got it. Okay. It just seems odd to me that surely it makes sense to do that stuff later in life. You got to work hard first. You need to get into the property market. Obviously, the property market in Australia now is absolutely abysmal. Yep. The longer you wait, it's not, it's not going to get any better. You, you yep. want to be one of the people, which I know there are arguments for, should you rent or should you buy? And there's there are pros and cons for each one. But I was always brought up that, you know, you work, um, you know, you, you wash your dishes or you, you cook, you wash your dishes and then you eat. That kind of mentality, you know, nothing's handed to you. Um, you know, the only thing my parents shared with me were the bills, that kind of mentality. You know, you've, you've got to be tough. It's you can't just take a, you know, you finish your school, you go on a holiday for a year, and then you get like a casual job three days a week. No, nah, you are, like, as I said, I was working at fifteen. If you heard my mistake before, yes. 
you work, you know, as I think I, as soon as I finished school within that year, it was working uh, casual throughout the Christmas period. And then as soon as that worked right up, I was working somewhere else. You know, if, if yeah, for, you know, obviously you don't want to be spending too much time at home because you, know, you don't want to be hanging around your parents for too long, but I, I didn't want to be at home. I wanted to be out doing something, earning money, and then I can put the money to stuff I do on Saturday and Sunday. I don't want to be scraping the bottom of the barrel asking parents for money or, you know, I, it's, you know, I want to go to... I'm saving for my next holiday. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, I think more last week was more kind of just the other the, all the options you do have because, you know, you, there are a lot of things you can do. I know one of the ones I was saying is if you if you do a trade or something like that and you work your fingers to the bone, you're like, you get that qualification and you get that kind of backing behind you, it gives you that opportunity to do something else if you really want to because then you still have the backing behind you with the qualification, yeah? Well, that's a pretty good point. Again, going back to what I was saying, what if you wait too long? What if you of course, but- decide at the age of 30, yeah, I want to be a chippy and you know, the mature age apprenticeship wage is... Yeah, of course, and I live I did also say that you know some people don't have that window to do that, of course, because you know they have things on, they've moved on to that stage, and they just don't want to do it. Of course, not everybody wants to travel. Nobody, not everybody wants to go study. Not everybody wants to do this, that, and whatever. Like, everybody wants to do something different at the end of the day. But it's kind of like it's one of those things that you know, like, and it's funny because like everything that I said last week was nothing near what I did, and like a couple of people got quite a bit. Um, bit offended by it by like because they thought i was taking shots and this, um, this is the guy who did you know five years of work and now he's going back to study and apparently you know and I'm, I'm getting shots thrown at me like you know it was more i guess it was a dissection of myself and the things that i could have done and just the way i like you know because yeah you know, a lot of people like are you a you're not are you a holiday man are you no, a, no i'm not see there's, I'm not, there's yeah, a big difference there it's that's a massive difference so uh, nearly everyone i know wants to go on a holiday they're saving for the next holiday they're obviously putting yeah. savings aside for a home and all that but they want to pay for the next oh holiday. some aren't <laughs> well that's true but you know every i mean i'm not the i'm not the, the greatest saver either every dollar i spend on something that i feel is useless is yeah, it hits me hard. I go, it's it's putting me further away from buying a home because obviously a home is the end goal and, and owning a home, you know, aside from a mortgage and all that, it's pretty easy to put yourself into a mortgage or somewhat easy to put yourself into a mortgage, I, sh- yeah. I should say. Um, you can put yourself into a mortgage and spend the rest of your life paying the thing off. But to actually own a home, that's my goal. So yeah, if of course. you put a holiday in there and someone says, come to America with me. Yep. Um Geez, even if you said we're only going to go for three or four days, which is a pretty short holiday, but the bill will be five thousand dollars, probably would yeah, be. <laughs> which is a pretty good experience. You know, America would be a great place to go. I'd love to go, um, but it's five thousand dollars away from my goal. And if you said, yeah, you could go for, I don't know, if you, even if you said oh, you're going to go for two weeks, and it was, you know, it's a better price. It's eight grand. I still go. Yeah, it's, it's the same argument. I'm not getting. Yeah. Okay, so would you be like so? The way you're saying it is that you want to get that house and then do the holiday stuff. One hundred percent. Do you do you think that okay? Well, do you think that you have a, only a certain window? Because I, you know, everyone kind of brought up differently, but like I've always been kind of under the belief that you know you have a certain window where you can you know do the most when you go over the holidays. You know, like say you're like you know when you're eighteen, you could do a lot more because you're you're an agile body. Whereas if you're 35 and, you know, you've already got 
arthritis in my shoulder, even though I had arthritis in my shoulder <laughs> at 18. But like, you know, you might not be able to do as much. So do you think that like, are you, do you think there's like a bit of a fear of missing, like a bit of FOMO that could occur or? I, I think that that might be an aspect as well, but I just don't see why that should be a factor. It should, you know, I said, if you, I don't know. It's, uh, I said, I, again, this is why Nick, you're so valuable and why your point of view is important because you can see it from both ends. I'm such a, a narrow-minded old man <laughs> and I can't, like I'm stubborn is the, the greatest word to describe me. Oh, yeah, I am it, too, don't worry. The other issue is that I I know, you know, I know 30% about absolutely everything. Yeah, but yeah. you like to think, you like to stretch that out to 100%. Yeah, 100%, definitely. <laughs> I, I can start telling a story and I'll, I'll start forgetting names straight away and dates and actual facts, but I still think I have opinion on things. You know? Yeah, of course. You put enough long words in there, apparently there are people going to believe you. 100%, <laughs> definitely. Okay, so... Yeah, you're saying that. So do you have like a goal when you would want all that done? And where would you want to go first? Like if you want to go traveling, is there like after that, is there a place that you would want to go? Do you want to go to States? Do you want to go to Europe? If I had to travel, yeah. I would go America is... And what age would you needs. What age would you be looking to go then? Um, it, it's hard. Again, we talk about you get that mortgage, fantastic. But are you yeah. going to spend the rest of your life paying it off? So do I? when does it stop for me? Do I say I get a mortgage and then at the age of, of whatever the, the, the market will let me do, say 105, I pay my mortgage <laughs> off. Do I then go, that car is fucking mint. I want that car. The car costs like 150 grand. <laughs> the thing flies. It's mint. Bees knees. <laughs> and um, do I go, yeah, I'll go on a holiday after I get that car. You know, Obviously, I had a loan. You know, to buy cars when I was younger. Yeah. Um, and I paid those loans off. And like I said, my goals now went from buying those cars to buying a house. And yeah. That being, I don't want to preach as like the greatest saver of all time and that I'm not like this, you know, exuberant. Like I am pretty, I'm an impulse buyer. I do waste money for sure. There's so much crap I waste money on, but... Yep. Again, the end goal is a house. And if someone says to me, mate, you're going to drop five grand or 10 grand or whatever in one hit for an experience, I mean, I can go through Google Maps and well, or a car. Or a car. I mean, I like cars. So. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say, but like, you know, an experience, you know, a four week experience or whatever, or a car, you know, you can see. Add. This is another disconnect that I have as well. So for something I can hold physically and. And I can hold, I can cherish, like I no cherish it. I can, yeah, yeah. I can enjoy it. It's a thing, you know. I can show people this thing that you know I bought this with my money, which yeah, is probably what, what a house is as well. Take, I can't do that with a memory. Yes, you can take photos, put it on Instagram, put a fucking no, dog filter on it. No one wants to. No one wants to look at the photos. No one wants to experience the photos. <laughs> it's that's a memory that I mean. They said this is me being a bitter old man. It's fantastic that I went to Honolulu and I sat on the beach. I can't take that home with me. I can't take the sand yeah. or the experience. I actually had the experience home with me, but. Yeah, it depends how much that's worth to you. I, I'd love to go skydiving. I'd love to go bungee jumping. All those things, I'd see no reason why, unless I become a paraplegic in the car crash in my blue Ford or whatever it is I'm going to have. That car, that $150,000 car that you buy. $150,000, I fly it into the, I won't say building, that's a bit off. But I, I, I crashed my flying car. It's green, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> yeah, links back to the psychic. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I don't see any reason I won't be able to enjoy these things. I mean, what, what's what's better? You finish a hard day at work and you, you come home. What do you do when you come home from work? Uh, uh, right now? 
you relax, don't you? That's uh, <laughs> yeah, I relax. I you relax. relax. Like, you, you sit back. You have a beer. Wouldn't you love that feeling? Times you know, twenty years of I've bought my house, I own my car. I've yeah, of course, yeah. But it's like I guess one of the arguments would be like it just be pushing it back, however many years you can. You know, you could be pushing it back five years. You could be, you know, you could go on a holiday every two years and push it back twenty years to actually get your everything paid off for. And if that's you know, but I think that you're right. Like the market right now, it's horrible. Like one of the worst it's ever been ever. And it, as you said, it will not get better. It just depends what I guess people want to do and people have priorities to do so. Yeah, it's right. It depends on the values you're brought up on, your end goal, you know, what price range house do you want? What job do you want? Because, I mean, the job that you want, it doesn't have to be ambitious, but it could pay well. And that could be, geez, I mean, I uh, work as an account manager and I need to save for this amount of time, but you could have a job that you're already in line for that you're going to get through, you know, friends or family or, or whatnot that's going to be able to, you know, you're going to be able to make up, you're going to be able to buy stuff way quicker than I can. You don't need to save straight away because you will make up the money much earlier yeah. than me. Did you ever have a, um, have you ever like recently wanted a career change or anything like that? Or are you kind of? I'm, I'm happy with where I am. I've been, I worked in warehousing. I've yep. worked on, you know, suspension on cars and trucks. Um, I'm, I work in an office now and it's fine. I don't, the greatest part about my job is that I don't hate it and it, yeah, pays me pretty well, but but don't you want to like it? Don't you want to enjoy it? No, well, I'm not saying like you're obviously how it's impossible to tell that you'd ever enjoy any well, no, job. No, you're, you're right. See, the the job that I had on on cars and, and trucks and doing suspension work it was man, I love that job. It was you know dirty, it was disgusting. I was working with your hands and you, you're building stuff. And and what more could you want from a job than that? Now I yeah. left from the job because there was no work. It worked right up and yeah, of course. Um, a full time position came up. So you obviously of course. take it because like I said the end goal is to buy a house and you need a full time job to, yeah, to do yeah. these things. Sometimes it just can't doesn't work out that way. That's right. So I left a job that I loved to work in a job that was sensible to me and that was going to make sure that well that was more in line with my end goal, which was buy a house, you know, get shit moving. Get a $150,000 car. That's right. Get the car that flies. Um, And then go to the psychic because you'll have extra money. That's right. I'll have all this money to blow on these these people. (laughs) You're Um, about to call them something else. Yeah. (laughs) There's going to be another adjective that was going to be too great. But I said, the job now, I mean, I don't want to, like, you don't want to be complacent in life. You don't want to be just along for the ride. Every day is the same as the last day. I don't have a job that I feel is like that. The job I work, you know, pretty good hours when we're quiet. You know, I start at nine, I can finish at three if I want. And it's, you know, the paid on. So teacher hours, teacher hours, you know, <laughs> Man, I don't have to deal with kids. I mean, kind of, like I said, I work near a warehouse, so it's kind yeah, of like running a day kids. Yeah. But like I said, I don't hate my job. So I'm happy with that. And it's, like I said, it's in line with where I am now, which is probably what it's all about. It said, if you want to go on your holidays yeah. and, and waste all your money, that's fine. That's what you want to do. And it's making you happy. Whereas I'm happy now. Trudging away at the, you know, literally almost yeah. the nine to five, but nine to three. Didn't, didn't <laughs> quite, quite dolly part in that. <laughs> um, I'm happy in what I do. You know, the, the missus wants to go on holidays. That's her thing. I don't really want to go on holidays. Again, a, a grumpy old man is probably the best way to describe me. I, don't, I can't see myself painting myself okay. in a pretty big picture. Okay. So if the, if the girlfriend wants you to go on holidays and you, and she wants you to go with you, Are we nodding at that or? If, if she, um, 
depends. We, we stayed at a, uh, one of those like breakfast in bed things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those, like you go there and it's a house and it's, it's made for you. Mate, I live in a house now. I don't live with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I had everything yeah. that they offered, I have now. Yeah, of I course. mean, obviously it was presented very well. It was a very nice experience. No bath, which is a bit of a bummer. I, I can't remember the last time I had a bath. You just wanted a bath, did you? Yeah, but it was it was still a nice experience. The bed was a lot softer than mine. The the house was a lot warmer than mine. You know, the the couch was softer. All these things. But did I think it was worth the the twelve hundred dollars yeah. that we paid for it or whatever it was? Like, yeah, I definitely. I've repressed that memory. I don't think it's worth that. It, like I said, it goes back to a holiday. It's just a, it's something I feel. But it was a a three day experience that I can't. I don't. I mean, I don't get any value from it. It's. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like I said it was, I love to spend time with the missus. That was fantastic. But you feel like you could do that at home. I could do that at home. I could do the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I get that. I, like when I see, you know, I, I get it because when I would go overseas to, you know, especially Europe, because, you know, first time you go overseas and it's like this big deal, everything's so fucking fancy and bright. And you'd like see this like building and you'd take photos and then you'd go home and you look at them and be like, what the fuck did I even take a photo of? You have no idea. No, 100%. And then you look at Melbourne and you're like, if I didn't go, like you look around, just like if I didn't live here, I'd be taking uh, photos of everything because Melbourne's just an amazing city. Every time I drive into Melbourne and we go down, there's a freeway that drives into Melbourne, and you're driving past, you drive past this amazing carousel or, or yeah, yeah, the big or, wheel or whatever thing it is. is lit up like a goddamn Christmas tree. You drive past Crane Casino. I've had so many good experiences the, there. The fire lights up, mate. Yeah, every hour, the fire lights up, lights this whole place up, looks mint, and I. I think Melbourne's voted pretty consistently like greatest city. Yeah, it's or something just like that. about, yeah, it's nearly always number one. <laughs> I cannot understand why. I mean, I said, you need to travel. Travel broadens the mind, but we Ugh, live don't in talk like that. a <laughs> banger of a state. Yeah, it's of course. Mid. Everything that we want to enjoy is in with, with is within arm's reach. Why do we need to pay? Why do we need to spend... $4,000 on this vacation to Bali. Why do we need to go to this beach in Hawaii? Mate, we live on the peninsula, yeah. like 20 minutes away from awesome beaches. Yeah, it is It is much of the, um, that grass is greener on the other side kind of thing, especially with the beaches, because I know that I see it all the time. I see people in, in Queensland, you know, I pay a lot of money to just go like Queensland. Queensland's not like incredibly expensive, but you could do the exact same thing here. And you would get that same kind of thing. You could, I could take a photo of Frankston Beach, and if I get all the syringes out of the way, take a photo of the ocean, and then post it on Instagram and say hashtag Queensland. No one would know any fucking different because yeah, it, it looks exactly, exactly right. the same. Exactly right. It'd probably just be more clouds, but and they couldn't tell that you're not sweating profusely behind the camera. Yeah, exactly. That's the only thing that sets us apart from Queensland, also. Okay, I like that. Um, well, what I'll do, I, I, I should start a segment. I swear about dumb shit Americans do because I got a little story. I just got a little story that um. I don't even know if you know about. I haven't told you. Actually, I haven't told you. I was going to tell you about this. So there was these this couple over in America, and they're basically what they are. They're aspiring YouTube stars. Oh, I I already know what you're talking about. This I love this. Story. Okay, so I'll tell this, them just for people who don't know. This is Darwinism at its finest. And I've seen by the just so I'm not uninformed. I've seen their videos prior. Are they any good? Oh no, it's trash. Okay, so they were. Um, <laughs> So correct me when I when I go wrong here. So basically what they were doing is they were trying to become YouTube famous, become YouTube celebrities because you can actually make a career out of YouTube now if uh, people didn't know. Uh, the boyfriend told the girlfriend to um, basically, uh, the boyfriend was going to hold a big book in front of him and the girlfriend was going to shoot him into his chest 
but with the book in front and the bullet was essentially going to stop. Wait, the book was going to stop the bullet. Not just a book, an encyclopedia as well. Encyclopedia. So, you know, people tell him not tell him not to. Um, it was the boyfriend's idea, remember. The girlfriend gets ready to do it, whips out this gun. It's a fucking Desert Eagle. This is cool. This is full on Modern Warfare 2 Desert Eagle. Even if she pistol whipped him through that book, he would have felt it. <laughs> Shoots him, dead. Just dead, straight up. And I, I believe she's going for manslaughter. Yep, second, second degree manslaughter. And the cherry on top, pregnant with his kid. Yeah, that's right. Uh, is there like, is there no limit? Like one, just like the stupidity, stupidity of that. Is this just kind of this culture now that you have to kind of get famous by doing any means necessary? Like there are people on YouTube that are doing bang average content and have millions of hits every day. They'll put the same video out constantly. Do you think this is kind of one of those things that they just wanted a bit of shock value? They wanted to become famous. Let's try something essentially stupid, but like, you know, that could get us viral. A hundred percent, definitely. And the, the issue is that it can be that easy. If they hadn't done this stunt, obviously the end result is pretty pretty drastic but we're talking about them now aren't we now there's a guy um i'm not subscribed yet no <laughs> no i don't think there's anything described to anymore is there <laughs> Oops. Oh, no. um there was a guy going around during uh this is before trump was elected president and he i think his name was like joey salads or something like that is like a youtube prankster now he went around and he got a beat up looking shitter of a car and he put all these trump stickers on it and the premise of the video was that, look, I park this Trump supporter car in this black neighborhood and let's see what happens. And inevitably, all these you know, black people walk up to it and they start you know, smashing the shit out of it and just like you know, really giving this car a piece of their mind. And anyway, this comes out through or during the election and it's like, you know, look at you know, this, you know, I don't know what the the phrase would be but look at look at these black people how they just do this to it just a, a trump supporters car i think this is around the time when you saw these people getting bashed for being trump supporters or anti-trump or yeah or, yeah definitely or obviously very trying time now it came out a, a few weeks later i think h3h3 showed yeah or yep. did a did a story on it that who's a big youtuber by the way he's a massive youtuber and showed that there was footage of someone up in one of the buildings near where this was filmed that this joey salads is talking to these guys these, you know, uh, uh, came out that these were paid actors saying, this is the car, you know, here's some baseball bats, I need you to wreck this thing. How wow. can you go and do something like that in such a trying time, obviously? And I think he came out, like, once it got revealed, he came out with, like, a, a, an apology video saying... Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, it's... Like, but it already went viral by that stage. That's like, right. It would have been over every news... A hundred percent. There was, I think, in the H3 video, he's saying that, you know, the apology video saying that this initial video was fake came out on this guy's second channel, you know, quarter of the views, <laughs> um, and doesn't make the news, you know, which is an issue with a lot of things. You know, you, you can commit a crime. Um, say, Nick, you've just been... Um, I've just reported you as a pedophile. Disgusting, I know. <laughs> Jesus. It makes the news all over the news. Now, say in two weeks' time, you go to, you go to court and he goes, yeah, Nick, you were never a pedophile. All this evidence shows that you weren't. They won't cover that. That does not make it to the news. You know? So as far as we're concerned, yeah, Nick, didn't that guy get... Isn't that guy a pedophile? Because that's all we heard. We didn't hear the second yeah. part of the story. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, it's actually pretty crazy the way it all works now and like... Yeah, everybody like online and everything like that's looking for that kind of next bit of clickbait to kind of get them 
I guess, kind of relative, relevant? Shock value. All it is is shock value. That's all it takes. You need... Um, you know, that we had this this big you know vine invasion of when vine went away all these big massive vine styles that are on youtube now it, it is competitive and and i know youtube's struck down with how um you know how fussy they are with what is a profitable video you know i think like wrestling's a no-no like yeah advertising has gone really that's really right down so it's your avenues for how can I start making money off YouTube as slim now. But that being said, like the bigger the, like, you know, big YouTubers now have so many different places to go. They have brand deals coming in. They're in movies. They're in music. There is a, there's a, like an old FIFA YouTuber now who is literally like a rapper, like a legitimate rapper recently put an EP out, went number one in the UK. Like it's, and like, he's not good like mm. at all. Like he's very average and yet he can do that. And it's, it's a bit frustrating because you see it and like you see a lot of guys that you, you know, you and me will probably watch a lot and you'll be like, why isn't this guy so much more popular? Because this guy's so good. I know you probably listen to, you watch some of the big ones, but I'm sure you watch some littler ones that you're like, come on, like, you know, how is this guy not massive? There's that many people that, you know, I've either, I watched that obviously are pretty big, like Devanko's, I think he you know, averages like $2 million, $2 million viewers a, a video. There's a lot of people that I watch that, get absolutely nothing that you know i go yeah. these are the funniest people i've ever seen in my life they get nothing and I, I think a lot of the issues are a lot of their humor is very adult to put it lightly or it's very you know it's very mm, i can't put it lightly and then there's other people that i go how is this guy putting all these uh fidget spinners fidget spinners all these what are those 1000 degree knives what are those balls that like you put them in water and they grow and the bath bombs? The, no, no, not those <laughs> bath bombs. No, it's like something else. Like you put it in water and it grows it's like a rubber ball or something like that. But they fill their pool up with that or they put it on the trampoline. And, and there's, you know, a, a lot of people watch Netflix or they watch Stan or they watch any of these other, you know, not pay to watch or all these subscription things. I just watch YouTube. And I learned that much crap and I've, you know, I've wasted that much time on YouTube just flicking through, finding just random things, you know, how-tos, whatever. Yeah, YouTube is one of those things. I actually, I go to YouTube. I watch probably, I'd be surprised if I watched any less than about two or three hours of YouTube a day. Oh, I'm very, same. yeah, I, I just always on it. And like a lot of it's just watching the same, not same videos, but the same people over and over again. But I always try and go into those places and try and just, it is a place where you can learn shit. And like, there is a lot of things that I've learned from YouTube that I can actually like, you know, take into the real world. And, you know, if, if, it, if it ever comes up, it could be like, hang on, I know a couple of things about this subject. You know, like that's probably where you get all your 30% from. 100%. That's where 30% of my vague knowledge on every subject comes from. <laughs> okay, so put it this way, like, I look at it and I go like, you know, we've got these people, you know, we've got this person who's killed killed her boyfriend, gone to, gone to jail, second degree manslaughter. Where do you reckon... Is it going to get worse, do you reckon? Do you reckon it's, going to, it's just going to keep getting stupider? Do you think it's going to... So the fact that she... We know... I don't know her name, but I know of her now. Surely that is the clear indicator that this is just going to exasperate the issue. But she's going to jail. She's going to jail. But they go, geez, these people did this dangerous stunt. And she, I was obviously very unlucky. If only she's seen the side very... prior to this, that it would have been able to tell this is going to happen. <laughs> what it means is that if you and me, Nick, want to make a successful video, I'll shoot 
you or you shoot me, but I don't really care. Yeah, don't. and I'll hold two encyclopedias just to know that we're safe because <laughs> we'll be all right. Then we know that yeah, there's there's two million views there. We'll get monetization, yeah, we'll, and we'll, we'll put a yellow pages in front of it as well. Hundred percent. This is yellow pages. I mean, there's that many people in Australia. Well, we can't really go wrong. Maybe we'll get like a, a Chinese Chinese um, yellow pages. But do you think like okay, so <laughs> you see? Do you, is that racist? No, nah, that's nah, fine. <laughs> Uh, you see, like, you know, people do live streams. Like, there was um, recently a live stream that went on, and it was literally just, like, people sleeping. Like, they live streamed themselves of them sleeping, and there was, like, 100,000 people watching. What's the the phenomenon in... Jesus, vomited that word out. The, in Japan or, or China, where it's just people eating. That's it. It's just all they do is they eat, and they, they go out and they get some takeaway, and they just eat noodles in front of a camera. And people... It's similar to Twitch, where you can donate the money and... They'll use that for the next meal. There's always people eating. Now, there's there might be an aspect to that of like you know ASMR tingles or it's relaxing. I don't know. I don't, I don't see any value in but it. But do you think like it's it's their kind of res- like YouTubers and that because like they are they are essentially celebrities now. Like the oh, big ones. Like yo, you see, I'd see a few YouTubers if I saw them walking down a street. I would want a photo with a lot of them because I've seen so much of their content and. As I said last week or the first week, that you know, you see, you feel like a more of a connection to it. So, do you think there's like um, they have like a responsibility, or at least a little bit of kind of you know, they have to kind of at least try and send some kind of message around? Or do you think it's just like, do you think it's just like this big cash grab before YouTube goes to shit? Because you know, eventually it's going to happen. Like YouTube's not going to be around forever. They had this guy Logan Paul at one of the comic cons recently, and he is that a blonde guy? Yeah, that, he's a blonde guy. I can't stand him. Done videos with The Rock and that. Yeah, yeah, mate. He's like a gymnast or something like that. Anyway, he was at Comic Con and he went around tweeting like, I've hidden $3,000 somewhere at this, at the arena. And then took a camera out, told all of his mates to film him. And he made a tweet saying, this is where it is. And this guy in this confined space, bit like, you know, we're talking thousands of people, which, you know, it could be tens of thousands, who knows, but not all of them need to be his fan. I'm not his fan, but if I saw him there running, I'm probably going to chase him, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. might get a few blows. No, I don't know, but it's, it, it, you know, it's a pack mentality, you know. How dangerous is that, that you get all these people? I mean, you've been in a mosh pit before, Nick. Yes. The, the, if someone falls down, you pick them up. Yes. I don't think That's in... <laughs> Comic-Con. <laughs> I don't think at Comic-Con that will be someone's first option. Th- there's so, no unspoken rules at Comic-Con. Some, there is no rules, mate. They're, they're, yeah, it's... Well, yeah, that, and that's another one of the... Like that Logan guy's in a, in a new movie coming out soon. I've seen it's always advertised on YouTube. It's becoming like a YouTube exclusive movie. You, up, you upgrade to the next you know, YouTube Red or whatever YouTube it is. Red. I get offered every single time I use it on my phone. Yeah, and um, I'm, it's called... I'm, I'm not going to say what it's called. I know what it's called, but I'm not going to say. Oh, apologies. That, we'll leave that, that out, yeah. No, it's called The Finning. The thin, oh, yeah, the right. Yeah, I've seen it all over and it's got that guy in it. And now YouTube are kind of creating their new like movies. Now they're trying to turn it into like a Netflix well, I think Netflix, what was it, two weeks ago, their net worth or their budget exceeded ESPNs or, or, or something along the lines so of that. So how does Netflix make all their money? Like, in the, like, I know that's a very, like, it sounds like a dumb question, but you look at it and you go, like, you're paying, what, $10 a month? Like most people? Uh, for now, I believe in August, they are doubling that rate. Really? They are doubling the rate to combat Australia's very strict laws on... For fuck's sake. I don't know. I didn't read up too much on it. Again, 30%. I got halfway there, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the rate is now going to $19.88, I believe. So I think it's it's 
pretty much. Okay, but so prior to that, you know, these guys are making their own uh, TV series, their own movies, their own, like, is it just through advertisement? Is it just through, like, you know, it's not always, it's not all through paid subscriptions, of course, because, like, you know, my friend knows your friend knows this friend knows this friend and all seven of us are fucking watching this off the same Netflix account, you know, so, like, seven people, $70 worth of people or, you know, fucking $210 worth of people in, you know, in a couple of weeks or whatever is, you know, pay only $10. So how are they, are they just making it through advertisement? Well, Netflix, I've never seen an advert on Netflix. That's what I mean. Like, so where, how are they getting this money? How are they exceeding ESPN, which is, you know, been at the top of the game for so long? Well, I, I said, I, I, don't, I don't know. You see ESPN advertise absolutely everywhere. Yeah, they've got game franchises. They've got you know, multiple channels. What happened to you, like ESPN 9 or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you think it's one of those things where now movies are paying Netflix to put it on? 100%. I, we, Surely it must be near that now. I mean, Netflix has got their own budget to put on. What did Adam Sandler make for like those three or four movies that he did? He's still got more. Yeah, it, was a, it was over a hundred million. He's got it? more in him. Yeah, I think he's, he's got. Kidding. I think he had like six movies, six movie deal or something oh, like that. Jesus Christ! We watched that last one. Uh, I forget what it's, it wasn't worth remembering. <laughs> I mean, uh, the do ever was okay, but how like why do you keep doing this to your career, Adam Sandler? When was the last good movie he made? Longest Yard. No, uh, Click was all right. Um, again, The Do-Over is the only good Netflix-only movie that he's made. Um, slim pickings. <laughs> when it comes to Very slim pickings. I think they had Billy Madison on there, and that's obviously given him some fresh hope that, hey, maybe I'm still relevant. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know how Netflix makes money. I don't know what their structure is. I don't know how... What movie... If you made a movie, Nick, you know, assuming... Or say... Assume that you're Michael Bay. You're Michael yes. Bay, mate. You yes. do not need to sell a movie because you are Michael Bay. Yeah. Transfer- Transformer movies are garbage, but it's got his name on it, so that's all that matters. Of the Transformer name. Yeah, yeah. You do not need to go to Netflix and say, listen, I'll pay you $100,000 if you put my movie up for three months or something like that. It's Surely it would be... I don't like I said, I'm that uninformed that I can't talk about it. Yeah, I know, because you were just saying like, that Netflix oh, would mate, pay that. Which I am <laughs> so far I... off. I'm sure there's people <laughs> sitting in their cars or their homes or wherever they are now cringing going, what the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> okay, well, what we'll do is um, we'll take a break. I'll fill up my water. Uh, we'll come back and we'll wrap shit up. Uh, yeah, man. So you're not a sport fan, are you, Justin? Uh, not in the lightest. I like a bit of racing, but I just like I like watching it. I couldn't name names. I couldn't name. I don't think there's any moves or anything in it, but yeah, not at all. Is that a? Uh, is that just something you grew up with? Did you ever play sport? Were you just kind of never brought into that? Because like you know, when I guess you know when I grew when I grew up, it just seemed like embedded. You know, it just seemed like something. I guess like it was just like an Australian thing. Like everybody has to. You know, everyone plays footy in the winter and cricket in the summer and all that jazz and then kind of you grow up and you're kind of like, eh. But like, you know, were you just never that way? My old man uh, watches footy, you know, still to this day. He used to watch every Friday night. He would watch, you know, like Friday night boxing, like this, these like average Joe boxes just you know, <laughs> going at it for, you know, 12 rounds, you know, going for decision at the end. Like my eyes are bleeding watching this stuff because it's, you know, rarely is it exciting. Yeah. I, I yeah, it's... 
I got better things to do. I mean, I, I said, I hats off to these people, these athletes that can do these things. But it's just I, not, to me, just doesn't interest you too much. Yeah, and I don't get the whole. We put these, you know, footy players on this pedestal. We yeah. expect them to be these role models and 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 be the best. And you know, they're obviously they're very fit, but they don't have to be yeah. the greatest people in the world. Okay, so like that's interesting because like you know, there's so many sports that pay out the ass just to like, you know, have these players. So like recently, I, as I spoke on my other podcast about the Premier League, there was a player who just went for, went uh, to a different team for 75 million euro. Do you like look at that and you just go like, and that's just a club transfer. He's getting, he'll be getting paid about 300,000 a week. I mean, do you look at that and go like, how can anybody be worth that kind of money? Unless you're like, you're like Steve Jobs or you're, you're changing the world. Well, think of it's a, that, that's one person that, you know, his kids now do not need to work and probably their kids don't yeah. need to work either. So effectively, this guy has paid for the next two generations of his family. Those people probably could have worked and done some good in their lives. They don't need to anymore because their dad played soccer and then they're mint now. Their kids might not play soccer. They might turn out like a, a Kardashian. They don't need to contribute anything now because someone contributed at some stage in their life and they're mint. For the next couple of generations, they're mint it's we do it with uh football soccer obviously that's a massive one yeah uh, i think nfl in america is pretty big yep basketball um, baseball yeah all these sports there's all these people i feel bad because we didn't mention hockey i think hockey is pretty big as well it's, it's not bad <laughs> it's, it's definitely the, the shy sport of canadians <laughs> yeah yep the uh, i think a, a, a big sport you know or something that uh, a sport that is like golf, golf I think is pretty good because golf is one person. Okay. He's the team. It's all on him. You've got you know golf, tennis. Um, tennis is a big one, unless it's team tennis. But I don't think that many people watch team tennis because also want... also known as doubles. That's doubles tennis, whatever they call it. <laughs> Swingers tennis, whatever it's called. Psychic tennis. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so you said that like you know you think they're like they kind of get put on this pedestal, and a lot of times they are above the law. Like the best player in soccer, uh, Lionel Messi got done for tax fraud what, last year and he apparently the sentence that he should have got was about 21 years but the cutoff of like where you had to take the sentence was 22 years so they did that very uh, strategically and then now he has to just pay some people a bunch of money over the next few years and then he's good a few charitable donations in their right spot yeah like so and I yeah b- i believe lewis hamilton had the same thing when he did a burnout coming out of a melbourne yes. club and uh, they impounded his car. I don't even think it was his car. I mean, who flies to a country and buys their own car? It's probably a rental or something like that. But yeah. I think he... What, what did they do with... Um... Who's that guy that with Pirates of the Caribbean? Uh, Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Johnny guy. Depp. Johnny Depp came to the country, did something illegal, and they made him apologize. Oh, with the dog? The dog. Yes. The dog did something wrong. I apologize. And it was a half-assed apology too. Okay, so what do you reckon would happen? Just say, fuck it. We'll go like, old, we'll do a classic Australian one. So say, um, yeah, Chappelle Corby gets done for Oof. boogie board worth, worth of weed, retard. But like, you know, just say same person. Do you think it was, if it was a celebrity, do you think they would come off differently? Oh, I think to a certain degree. Yeah, I mean, we just talked about before how you see this celebrity that you've connected to on YouTube or yes. any anything that they've been on TV. I've been on TV. I was on Neighbours. I mean, you were? 100% definitely. 
which I expect you to put in the credits as well. For the <laughs> star. We don't have credits. Actually, um, yes, yeah, though, we'll put it in the description. 100%. Neighbor uh, Star. Should have been my nickname, damn it. Um, <laughs> the boy next door. We've put these people on a pedestal. If you, if you worked in a restaurant and you were serving someone their food, you would pay special attention to make sure that person had the, the best experience. And they, they saw you in you know, the best light possible because we care what these people think. Well, we, because they can help you out in life. That's, like, that, right. that's what probably their, their thinking is. Oh, no, I might cook him this, this great meal. And then, you know, they might go, okay, well, maybe you can come hang out with us. So, you know, maybe I can... 100%. We don't want Johnny Depp to poo-poo our country. So we'll just make him do a formal apology. Doesn't care if he half-asses it and he's barely looking at the camera. Who cares? Because he's, you know, he doesn't hate Australia now. We we let him off lightly. Lewis Hamilton doesn't hate us. Um, so you just think Australia, or it's not just Australia, but it's everyone in general, but you think everyone just wants to be loved? Like, kind of just wants to, yeah, just be loved, kind of. Everyone wants to be loved. Yeah, definitely. I want to be loved. Oh, good song. Um, okay, so, well, that leads into the, this bit where um, recent, you know, I know you're not a big sports guy, but John McEnroe, who was a, you know, one of the biggest ones, uh, biggest sledges, and, you know, he carried on like an idiot. Recently came out and said, if Serena Williams, who is the greatest tennis women's tennis player of all time, uh, played in the men's circuit, she'd rank like 700. Oof. How much of a backhanded compliment do you think that is? Because that, like, to me, I know, like, you know, you can be like, it's just a sport, or, you know, you could just say it's fact, but, like, even if, like, someone would come out and say, it's, oh, you know, that's true, but it's still just incredibly, it's, it's almost like demeaning women. It's very much like you're looking down on them and you're kind of, you're patronizing them. hundred percent, definitely. It's a, uh, I don't know how he could, I mean, he said something like that. Obviously that is going to raise eyebrows. But he knows where it goes. <laughs> um, I wouldn't tell that to her face because she scares the absolute shit out of me. <laughs> but like I said, I, I've, I've, I haven't got much to say on this. I don't watch. I don't watch her play tennis. I don't watch males play tennis. I don't watch anyone play tennis if I can avoid it. Yeah. If I'm watching tennis, something has gone horribly wrong. Uh, it just seems like a, a pretty ordinary thing to say, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, if you're, I don't know. It just seems like you know, just to do that it seems like it's a bit of a publicity stunt. I think you might just kind of. Again, we've said it a few times, but you know, it's just another guy kind of wants to be a bit more relevant in today's market. Um, oh, a shock jock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which I keep telling you, Nick, you need to get into shock jockism if that's the thing. Shock jockism. That's where you need to go. What is it? Which maybe that's what I'm doing here. What is that? It's you know, like, like Kyle and and Jackie O. Like that's a, a shock jock channel, surely. Okay, yeah. Someone just kind of says something. Someone big. that just or like says something outlandish just to get the reaction. Yeah, that's right, hundred percent. Okay, well, do you think that... Okay, uh, I guess you can't really comment too much because you're not a sportsman. The, the <laughs> sports only fan. thing that I can comment on... Now, uh, I'm trying to say this in the least sexist way possible. I am all for equality, equal pay, equal rights, all these things. The Women's Football League was a big thing in Australia this year. Now, like I said, I'd never watched sports in the first place, but it was all over the news that this was becoming a thing. Now, I can remember that being a thing for about two or three weeks and then it died off. Once it was a thing, it died off. Now, I watched it one week. Um, watched it as in I was flicking channels and it came on. And this chick took this massive tackle. It was insane. I would have died if it had been me. <laughs> and I said, you know, that is insane. Like, good on her for getting up. 
And she, as she was getting up, she was crying. She was bawling her eyes out, which oh, I no. said I probably would have been doing the exact same thing. But the male athletes we have playing our AFL wouldn't do the same thing. So I understand. I said, not sexist here, but they are not on the same level. Obviously, extremely tough, super resilient and great athletes, but they are not on the same level. But it, It's interesting you say that about the women's game because you're, you're right about the kind of it lasted a few weeks and people died off because the first few games were sold out. Main reason was because they were free entry. You know, you didn't have to pay. So people were just like, oh yeah, we got this big novelty kind of thing going on. And they had this big preseason game a few months back, which was the all-star game, you know, the best of the best, the two teams that go up against each other. And then once they started spreading those players across eight or 10 teams, I can't remember how many teams they had, it kind of, you know, the, the quality uh, went down. It is one of those things that, you know, I guess like when it comes to the Serena thing, it is impossible to tell where she would rank in terms of, but to say 700 is just like, it's taking the piss. Really. It's just like, it really is. And like for somebody to come out, especially of, of actual note, it's not like this guy, it's not like this is random guy on Twitter and like, you know, Serena's reacted to him. This is a guy who's like a staple in the business. He's like, his name is just up in lights with tennis. And he's come out and said this, like, he could have said like a oh, top hundred or something just to like, you know, at least try and sound nice. Which I, I wonder where she would actually place, which I think the only way to, would, to measure would be, you know, set up a tournament like, you know, 700 players versus Serena Williams and, you know, start at 700, then 699, <laughs> No, start at number one so she could play 700 games. Once she gets and up to the 700 C, be like, could she beat it? Find out. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah. actually, no, fuck. What are you talking no, about? Just be... go to a psychic and then they'll tell... That's right. Fuck. So go, dear psychic, so I've just had this verbal <laughs> whiplash. I need you to tell me. Where on the 700 ladder would I succumb? And it should probably say, you know, because the psychics need to give you flattering information. Oh, you will make it to number 10. (laughs) Honestly, I think I've seen Serena Williams. I've seen pictures of her. She would probably make it that far. I I don't know. I said, I don't know anything about tennis. I don't know. I know they do actually have rankings. I don't know who's number 10. I don't know who's number 700. But surely 700. 700 is like probably my level. Is there 700 people that play <laughs> See, tennis? That's what I thought. That's why I thought it was such a piss take that, you know, this is something that I could tell you, like, especially for the men, the women's are a bit more scattered around in terms of the rankings. Like they go, number one changes every second week at some stages. For the is girl. it, it's obviously it's 700 men and then 700 women. Yes. Also. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not like right. a combined total. There's not like, you know, 400 men and then the first women and then like that. You know, it's, she's an amazing athlete. And as I said before, she is the greatest women's tennis player of all time. And it's very hard to dispute that. And some would say the greatest female athlete of all time. And again, it would be very hard to dispute that. In all all honesty, I would say she'd be in the top 200. I really do. And like, that's not a, and like that still might sound like a, like, you know, bit patronizing. I might be talking down, but it's a hell of an improvement. Let's be fair to 700. And there are a lot of good tennis players out there, especially on the guy, on the guy circuit. Yeah, you're going to be playing some pretty good plays. Leighton Ewitt's probably, you know, if he played right now, he'd probably be around the 200 mark. Oh, I would love to see number 700 or 699 or whatever it is go to Serena Gunn. I'd take you. Easy. Well, now, now he can. <laughs> now he can. He's now this, this bloke's come out and said that, that. Now he can go ahead and go, well, you know. Well, to tennis. Again, This we're talking about the, the Australians' um, football. 
there's obviously a big gap between the male football. But with tennis, uh, to me, watching a woman's match is just as exciting as watching a male's match. Yeah. There's not much of a difference. So there. the reason why you know, AFL, the AFL Women's League is a lot different because it is completely a new sport. It's a you physical know, sport. It's it is, demanding. but it's completely new. Like there's never, there are very few women's league in the country. There are, there's and a lot more are starting to sprout up now because of this, which is great. But the first crop of players that have come through, there's a lot of people who have just come from other sports. And you can tell, like, you know, you can be like, oh, I'm a cross country runner. And like, you can tell she's a great, she's got great endurance and she can run for ages, but she can't kick a ball. And like, Which, you're but, right. like tennis is completely different. Like the, you know, this is a sport that's been going on for like, I don't know how long tennis has been going on. A hundred years, probably It'll like be longer than that since they, when did they invent the, the ball? <laughs> when they invent the wheel. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But like, that's it. Like, yeah. And so it is very different. Like tennis and AFL, the women's league is on a completely different You're level. right. Which... We, we, I said, I really don't want to come across as, as poo-pooing the, the Women's League. This is their first opportunity to be mainstream and to be out in the public eye. I'm sure in, you know, it could be two years' time, could be, you know, it should be three, four, how many years' time, they probably will become very close to the male level, if not, you know, on par with it or, or greater. Who knows? But come on. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy, but come on. Like, you know, it, I know you're saying that. Like, I know you're not a sports guy, but like, if you're saying in two years' time, they could get close, even close, on the AFL level. Uh, but it, if they, because it goes like, by sports. So in America now, NASCAR is probably one of the biggest sports in America right now. And I remember, I remember. Is being, NASCAR a sport? NASCAR is definitely a sport. Again, <laughs> the only sport I watch is racing. So ease off. In America, a big thing would have been, I don't know how many years ago it was, but a, there was a woman race car driver. And yep. it was obviously NASCAR's a, a very kind of a... a male-driven sport. Male-driven sport. A bit of redneck in there. A lot. Imagine them saying, you know, a woman's going to be in there. I think she was given like, you know, minimal budget, pretty lousy car, yada, yada, yada. I think now they're pretty, they're pretty up there with, you know, them being competitive. I think even in the V8 supercars in Australia, there's women drivers who, again, they're in the same situation. Small budget, um, not a fantastic car, but they're in there. Now, racing obviously isn't super physically demanding. It's obviously very demanding. We know that it is hard work to steer one of these cars around a track for you know three, four hours. Yeah, it's not just turning to the left and going straight. Correct. <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, as it becomes more and more mainstream and becomes a... You know, imagine a little girl watching that on TV, watching you know, a, a female supercar driver going, yeah, I want to be that now. Of so course. she spends the next 10, 15 years of her life going, you know, investing in, I want to be a driver, you know, going to uh, go-karts and, and time, all out. Other, time out, all these little, <laughs> you know, Cinemas and playing on the, uh, yep. Getting all her, all her tokens, all these things. And that's that's her goal. So she's, she's striving for it now. The same thing with, I think, what was it with Usain Bolt? They said, that his what's his board record like nine seconds 88 or something i think it's even less than that now. even less than that but his the, the the world record from like since olympic games originated is something like 12 seconds is the greatest time because yes. it's just not on the radar it's not something people want to do they don't want to run the greatest time in the world it's just not that i'm sure people now i don't know how how old's you saying bolt He'd be in his 30s, I'd say. So he's probably in his, say, 30s. So say there's a 10-year-old now watching Usain Bolt become the fastest man in the world. Yeah. So I, I would say now he's a 10-year-old. He wants Usain Bolt, so he ran it at it was 28. He's going to spend the next 18 years trying to get to Usain's Bolt because that's his hero now. So I reckon in 18 years' time, we'll probably see someone smash Usain but Bolt's. that's not how it works. 
Hundred percent. No, but like you can't. Like some people are just genetic. Like yeah, you know, if you're trying to smash a record, like you say, bolts. Some people are just genetically not built that way. You know, some people are aerodynamic. Like someone else, like you know, a lot of people in like say our build. What do you mean someone our size? Uh, well, you saying bolts huge. So like like he's got long legs and that. But like you know, some people would say. You, if you're shorter, you can't do it. You need to be like this perfect kind of specimen of an athlete. Like and gymnasts or jockeys. That I'd are, say so, yeah. Like you need to have this incredibly low muscle fat, like, you know, fat percentage and muscle percentage. Like it's, it's just some people just are born with that kind of ability. And that's what they say about like, you know, like I know, you know, basketballs and that and they, they train, but like they train. But, you know, if they're six foot six and they move the way that they do, like a lot of that is genetics and a lot of that is the way that they were born. So Nick, the the dream crusher here, saying that if you're five foot four, give up on your basketball dream. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> like, unless Take you can dunk. Him. If you can dunk, and you might win the dunk contest because it'd be impressive to see. <laughs> but it's like that. Like you know, some people like, especially like that's a very specific thing. But the 100 meter sprint, because that's such a high profile thing, and like, I'm sure there's a a lot of people who try to do that, and a lot of people right now. But like. That's why I never really see Australians are very, you know, we're not great runners for some reason. It's it's just that I don't think that athleticism in Australia is not as big as it is in America. They have all these minor leagues that they compete in. But you're saying Bolt's not American. Isn't he? No, he's Jamaican. Yeah, right. Well, anyway, <laughs> the, but in America though, America's obviously, I think they win the Olympics nearly every year, don't they? Or they're every, in China. Years. Yeah, they're in, yeah, well, they've got a big prize pool or a big pool of people to go through. America, um, athleticism is massive in America now. Like, so yes. they go through all these smaller tournaments to get to like you know a state level, and then they can go to you know an American level before they even enter the Olympics. Now, there's that many, there's that much culling of the to get to the good talent before they even enter Olympics. Fuck, if we can get a guy here that can throw a stick twenty meters, fuck yeah. Enter him in the Olympics. Twenty, ma- 20 meters isn't very far <laughs> for a Japanese. Ages, <laughs> yeah, well, you're right. Like there is state of the art kind of, yeah. You know, they and but they build them for like they have like these child prodigies, as they say, and they will like especially in America they will build them from a kid. But like they will only do this to kids who have the right body type and the right kind of ability at that age. Which I think is a, a big gymnast thing is that these kids look. They are kids. They start at you know six or yes. eight or so. You know. Like, I do Jeez. think I do think some sports you can just go at and you can just aspire to be. And if you train hard enough, you can be as good as, you know, not maybe not the best in the world, but like, you know, you can be as good as that you want to be. But some things, especially on the athletic side, especially like we couldn't be gymnasts. No way. There's no way we could go on the yeah. vault. No way yeah. in hell. Uh, I challenge you to try and do a vault or any kind of gym routine, gymnast routine without, without fucking breaking into a smile, at least. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the hardest part. But like, you know, some some events and some sports is just, it's a lot more about how you are. And like, yeah, I'm sure it's like, um, I'm sure there's amazing basketball players or football players or that, that are maybe better, like maybe better shooters, maybe better dribblers and all this, but because they're, you know, a bit short or because they, I don't know, one arm's longer than the other. It could or, be, could be boxing and he's just got no reach. You know, got exactly. Yeah. Here. And like, you just can't like, you could be amazing in the clutch and you could be amazing close in, but as soon as, it gets out. It's just like he's got no chance. Like he's, you know, he's got the reach of a fucking T Rex. <laughs> you know what I mean? That'd be a, a fantastic fight, Nick. <laughs> Which that'll be May- that'll be made with McGregor. Uh, well, that's an interesting fight. You know, it's what like you know you said on your first podcast that the sound rings in my ears. What if he gets that one punch and yep. he knocks him out? I mean, I, I read this funny Reddit article uh, back when it was still relevant. 
um, <laughs> that was, you know, if you take Mayweather's, you know, his youth into account, you take in his, you know, his athleticism. Are you talking about McGregor here? Or? Uh, yeah, kind of McGregor. Yeah, you said Mayweather. Sorry, apologies. <laughs> Mayweather has definitely not got youth. Um, you take these things to account. You take into his ability to get into his opponent's head. Yep. Um, you know, he might stand at least a 3% chance of winning this <laughs> fight. But 3% is a fighting chance. But that's why every single person's good. Are you going to try and watch that fight? Would you watch that fight? You're not a sportsman. Is that in any way that... interest to you? Because that's a really good question considering how little and you, how much you want to avoid sport. So I have watched every big UFC fight from every year. Boxing is a, another scale. I, I mean, I watched uh, Mayweather versus Pacquiao. Yep. Again, that went 12 rounds, didn't it? Yeah, that did, yeah. Uh, I couldn't understand. Everyone, it, the match ended. Um, everyone hit social media saying, oh, I reckon Pacquiao actually won that. And I went, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah exactly. I'm not, I, I'm I not a judge. <laughs> yeah, I, I just can't have an opinion. I, I like watching it because it's, you know, you get that. Pack mentality of oh, I'm watching sports and everyone's enjoying this. You get passionate about it. It's, it's as easy as enjoyment of sports can get. And but you also want to be on like the cutting edge of what's going on. The, I don't want to hear about it. some other guy talking about a fight that I know nothing about. Yeah, exactly. You want to at least have like, oh, how good was it when he threw that left hand and hit him in the jaw? Like, That's right. <laughs> I mean, everyone loves a good underdog story. We, as much as you hate Conor McGregor, which I reckon he's all right. Great guy. I see. I yeah. I Conor McGregor. The, the whole shtick's getting a bit old to me. And I like. It's funny because like everyone hates Mayweather, and that's a really interesting thing that I even like you know. And boxing fans are so torn whether or not to go for Mayweather because it's it's their sport, or go to McGregor because just anyone. All so many people want to pay to ha- see Mayweather get knocked the fuck out, and that's why he is the money fight. That's why he's Floyd Money or Mayweather yeah. because he's made a career out of that. He's made a career out of people paying millions of dollars, and you know I don't. I don't even know how much money this this next fight's worth, but he's going to be getting... just released something about it today. I think I might have read an article, and again, thirty percent coming in here that <laughs> yeah, yeah. he was trying to file for like tax exemption from or something like that. It I might saw, have might yeah. have been on the Onion. I don't remember where I saw it, but it was him saying, "Wait until after the fight." Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I don't want to do. But like that's why Mayweather's going to be getting paid so much more than McGregor, regardless of what the result is. But if you got, if I said Nick, I'm going to pay you five million dollars, and five million dollars is a generous amount of money. Oh, of course, it's a lot just, of just to get knocked out. Yeah, that fuck is a yeah. lot of psychic greetings. I mean, maybe McGregor can go see a psychic and tell him when uh, Mayweather's going to throw punches. Well, maybe that's why he took the fight because he's like my psychic. So Mate, I've got a screw this training. I've got a psychic in my back room with a crystal ball, the shiniest of all crystal balls. <laughs> I'm good to go. I'm hot to trot. Um, there's always the chance. I mean, being boxing, like I said I'd refer to my old man watching these fights, and they always go for twelve rounds, and they. Every now and then, you know, a, a, one fight a night at least, someone throws a punch and it disconnects and it, you know, it does damage and the guy's rattled or he just goes straight down. Exactly. McGregor is just as, you know, has the same opportunity to throw the punch. I mean, it might be the the chance of him landing it or actually hitting or knocking um, Mayweather out is probably a little bit smaller, but he could do the exact same thing. He can go both ways. We've all seen bigger upsets. Who was that Australian, um, that skier? Which the, one? The Australian skier that like was on that, you know, it's like running, but you're actually on skis. And uh, everyone <laughs> fell over on like, the last The ice corner. skating race. That whatever. guy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can't Again, remember his name. Yeah. I don't think that was quite 30%, but I gave it my best shot. <laughs> Uh, he was on a few commercial ads as well, so yeah, that's very true. Like there is always that that small chance, but 
So like, well, I can't remember if I got an answer. Are you, you going to watch? So you're going to watch the fight? Oh, 100 100 Because you said UFC fight. fights. This is boxing. This is a bit different. Yeah, that's right. So you will be watching the box. 100% because it's, a, it's a, a massive topic of conversation. It'd be like saying, um, I don't know, mm, I can't on. remember another, go on. another big event, but anything that you know is going to be talked about for the next couple of weeks on social media, on, on Reddit, on everything, why would you want to miss out for it for? I mean, I'll probably stream it illegally on Facebook Live or Periscope or something like that. I or think just go to a pub. Like, that's right. Go to, well, that's pretty crowded. <laughs> um, but do you think that leads to like... It'll, maybe not. Maybe it doesn't tie in. But like, do you think that kind of ties in a bit to that pack mentality of you know the, of the things before, like the YouTube stuff? Do you think that just ties into like everybody just wants that that kind of be on that shock value Mate, thing? Do you think that that's what they're kind of hoping for? There was a bloke. Uh, I forget who the fight was. I don't think it was Pacquiao versus Mayweather. Um, it's pretty well known in Australia. They maybe have been locally, but he was streaming on Facebook Live, and he was streaming the fight off of Foxtel. Now Foxtel yeah. called him mid-stream and was asking him to close your stream. You cannot do it. You're doing it. it's illegal. Uh, I don't know the exact law again. Thirty percent. Um, <laughs> and the guy was giving him a bit of lip back. I think he closed the stream once. He brought it back up. Yeah, he anyway, said, he said he had like yo this many people watching. Like I can't close it down. I got three thousand people. That's on this. right. He gave the guy maximum sass. Now he ended up. He there was a post like the next day saying, "Oh, they've told me that this is going to be the fine. You know, I need I need money. <laughs> Help me. I don't even know the end result. Again, he probably got let off. But I don't know. We don't make that. That doesn't make the news. Yeah, but. Again, I can't remember his name, but he's pretty well known. I'm sure he's chuffed with his, you know, yeah. Did you hear me give the Foxtel people a lip? Yeah, he got his 15 minutes. He got his 15 minutes, 100%. Um, but we used him at the end of the day. I got to see the fight and I guess he got a massive fine. Perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Close to the Sun. I am Nick Brown, Frowny Brown from Frowny Brown Town. I am the 14th reason. I am Bleedies from What Culture, El Diablo, El Dorado, and we are here every Tuesday to talk about whatever the fuck we want, really. Just had a sip of water. Shouldn't have done that.